Hey, what's up, guys? This is Ivan Meekins, and you are listening to Content Untapped, sponsored by Riot Business Results. This is the show where I go on a mission to unpack all those tiny little details that make up fantastic content. I report my findings back to you, and I try and give you some practical tips that you guys can take home into your next project. If you do like what you hear, please do all those classic podcasty things, you know, like, share, subscribe, tell your friends about us, all that kind of stuff. It helps us spread the word and reach more people just like you, which is awesome. Also, if you wanted to have a more in-depth conversation about what you're hearing today, just hit us up on LinkedIn. You can go to the Right Business Results LinkedIn page, or you can go to my own personal LinkedIn page and fire us a DM. We can spark up a whole conversation there. Thanks, guys. Let's just crack on with the episode. In 1978, Gunnar Bremen needed some inspiration. So as he normally did, he decided to take a walk down the cobblestone streets of Stockholm. It was there amongst a bunch of vintage shops. He stumbles upon one thing that really catches his attention. It's a vintage apothecary store. And as he opens the door, rummaging through the dusty shelves and various trinkets, he spots this one thing that catches his eye. It's a simple, elegant glass medicinal bottle. Gunnar's heart begins to race. Thoughts start flooding to his head about, will this really work? Is it way too simple, too ordinary? But what he does is he takes that leap, and the rest is history. Because Gunnar Broman was the co-owner and creative director of Absolute Vodka at the time. And that bottle shape became this relentless focus of the Absolute Vodka brand for 25 years. It was more than just a container. It was a symbol. It was a beacon that set them apart from every other vodka brand on the shelves. In fact, every other drinks brand on the shelves. And since 1978, that bottle design has never changed. Now, if we fast forward to 1980, a New York advertising agency launches the Absolute Perfection campaign. I don't know if any of you guys remember it or if you've seen the photos, but it's an absolute masterclass of marketing. If you remember what Gunnar found on the shelves that day in 1978 was that beautiful bottle. It became the centerpiece for a 25-year-long campaign with 1,500 different variations. Each one of these advertisements was unique, yet it tied back to one initial idea. It went from absolute cities, absolute Stockholm, Moscow, London, New York, to absolute art. Everything had one thing in common. It had the bottle. What they weren't doing is they weren't advertising new flavors or the features and benefits of drinking vodka. They just reminded people about their vodka without really even needing to use the word vodka. And what it did is it caught people's attention. Everyone instantly knew what absolute vodka was. You had things like absolute takeoff, which was a plane taking off and the smoke was in the shape of the vodka bottle. Or you had absolute kickoff with the pitch in the shape of the bottle to advertise themselves to football fans, right? What they're doing is they're tailoring their message, but stickering to one core belief, which was absolute, the slogan, and the shape of the bottle. This is an amazing example of how powerful just sticking to one thing can be. And this is what I'm going to be discussing in this episode, how narrowing the focus of your content into one single core belief and sticking to it can help you create more memorable content for your audience. So let's just take a look at what the rule of one actually is. If you Google this phrase, you come up with some pretty interesting results, to be fair, particularly a theory around population control, where it's actually the title of a dystopian novel about the very same thing, population control. But I can assure you guys that there's nothing dystopian about what I'm about to tell you. Quite the opposite, actually. If you stick with me, I just might be able to give you a new way to approach content. They'll help you narrow your focus and reach more people and perhaps carve out even your own little slice of utopia, huh? So the rule of one is a common favorite for marketers and email copywriters that states basically that any piece of copy that you write should have one and only one core idea running through it. So one call to action, one belief, one major benefit, et cetera, et cetera. 
But after thinking about this for a bit and doing a bit of research on this subject, as I'd like to do on this show, I also believe it's an amazing rule to use for other pieces of content too, particularly for larger form pieces of content, podcasts, blogs, uh, and even books. And this is what I want to kind of show you in this episode is how we can take this common marketing tactic, like the rule of one, and use it to create much better books, blogs, podcasts, videos. So look, let's just take a look at why the rule of one is so powerful. So if you look at this from a psychological level, our brains are basically wired to prefer simplicity to over complexity, mainly because we process so much information on a daily basis that when we encounter a lot of information, our cognitive load just increases and way too much process can overwhelm us. And what the rule of one can do really well is it alleviates this, right? With one clear, memorable idea. It's like a breath of fresh air amidst a cluttered room, very much like the apothecary store that Gunnar Broman stumbled into in 1978, right? So why does it work so well? Well, studies in cognitive psychology show us that the human attention and memory are limited, right? So we remember information better when it's simple and distinct. What this is known as, after doing some research, obviously, I'm not a psychologist, is the von Restorff effect, or it's called the isolation effect, and states that when, and I will quote this now because, you know, I'm not a scientist, but it states that when multiple homeogenous stimuli are presented, the stimuli that differs from the rest is more likely to be remembered. So, okay, well, what does that mean in simple terms? Basically, when you try and cram too many ideas into your content and give them all the same level of importance, what you can get is you can get overwhelm and you can get disassociation from an audience. However, if you can highlight that one core concept or theme and let that run throughout your message, and let the other points kind of back up that one concept, you're going to create something memorable and something that sticks out from the crowd. So let's kind of look at some tangible uh, examples here, right? So we'll, we'll look at a few businesses. You think of apples, think different campaign. It wasn't about technical details. It was about one core common belief, which was think different, right? Everything they did focused around getting people to think different. Another example, and I, I really like this one, is, is Twitter, right? You know, the entire platform is built kind of, if you think about it, on this rule of one concept, because it, it very much encourages one concise message. You know, you have 280 characters, right? So you can't really do more than that. But it forces us to distill our thoughts to the most important points, which makes it easier for others to grasp and engage. You know, ha well, having said that, there are a lot of tweets and Twitterers out there who absolutely do not follow this rule and confuse the hell out of everyone. But the concept of the company was very much like that, right? Distill your message down, say what you want to say, and say what's important in as few words as possible. So this is kind of marketing 101. But this doesn't just work great for large corporations or big top-level branding, right? What Content Untapped is, is a show about making great content. So let's look at how this is used in larger form pieces of content, right? So let's look at some books. The first example of a book that I think really leverages this well is Simon Sinek's Start With Why. So Simon Sinek's one thing is a question, you know, why? He emphasizes that businesses should start by essentially stripping down what they do and answering why they do what they do. And he developed his whole book around a single idea. Now, obviously, there is a lot more to the book than just asking yourself why multiple times, right? But the, everything in that book points people towards this idea. Start with why, okay? That's a good one. Another one is... um well, it says it right here on the tin, right? So The One Thing by Gary Keller. It's another great book. So Keller's core message is that focusing on one thing at a time, and by doing so, we can accomplish more. So his 
entire book is woven around this principle and he provides insights, strategy, stories, anecdotes, all these kind of things to tie back to that one thing, right? Finally, one more, which, and again, is a great example, is a book, Atomic Habits by James Clear. Everyone probably knows this book. And this book, again, revolves around one core concept, improving 1% each day and how that can essentially lead to significant growth over time. So what James Clear does is he very meticulously expands this concept in various aspects of personal and professional life, right? But everything loops back to the central idea of small incremental change making changing your 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 life right as we said before it's the one percent each day that makes a difference and that is the one core common concept that the book points towards right so as i said before in in something like a book you're obviously going to have a bunch of sub ideas but fundamentally it should be kind of stacked in hierarchy of that one core value one core belief think about it like um a computer folder you know your one belief is the folder then you open up you have a bunch of sub files and subfolders and those folders have files within them kind of similar in, in, in how you would construct a book is come up with that one core belief and then begin to create from that. Or, you know, if you already have a draft and you're getting a bit lost in it or a, a content project that you're getting a bit lost, uh, lost in and it's losing its meaning or losing its purpose, you know, you, what I'm going to show you now is an exercise on how we can uh, get that back, get that core one belief and then wrap your content around that. So just to give you a, a quick story, a quick example, we, we've been working with a client recently who handed us a draft because he felt a little bit lost in what, what it was trying to do. So after we take a look at it, we realized that the content was fantastic. His ideas were great. It was very well written and the, the idea has a lot of potential. However, one issue with it is when we approached the client and we asked him saying, what is the intention of this book? What is the core message that you're trying to get across to your reader group? he wasn't able to answer that question. And that's fair enough. A lot, lots of people can't. It's not that easy. So what we decided to do is, is spin it round. So let's, let's reverse engineer this and talk about what is the core, the one intention that you want to get across to your readers or the one idea that you want to instill them, the one belief that you want them walking away with when they finish this book. And after doing a little bit of research and a little bit of exercise with them, we came up with what that is. And what's really interesting is the structure of the book took a whole new shape because it was purposeful now, because it was clinging on to one core concept and idea. So now it was like the kind of the, the clouds parted. We know exactly what we're doing and we're on the right track with it. The book's going to turn out awesome. We're, we're all very excited about it, but it's a good example of how this works, right? And it's kind of the same for um, social posts and blogs and, you know, as I said before, emails as well, right? Like if you're writing a blog, trying to reel off a massive list of benefits, you know, in one blog, is kind of ineffective and it's likely to overwhelm, you know, your readers who don't actually have that much time. And you probably only have like 1200 words to get something across. So if you try and cram like six or seven ideas and they're all with the same level of importance, no one's really going to know what the blog's about or what they should be doing next. Right. So try and find your one core intention when you're writing something and, and let your content point towards that. So one benefit, you know, one solution, one problem, one belief. There can only be one. <laughs> That's the Highlander reference for all the nerds out there. What's amazing is how much better something reads as well when you just cut everything out and get across that one idea. You know, less is more in content a lot of the times. So look, let's try a little exercise here uh, in typical content untapped fashion. I'm going to give you guys a little practical thing that we can work together on and um, hopefully get some great results. So I'd call this the power of one brainstorm, right? It's kind of cheesy, but it works. So 
All you need to do, you don't need a pen and paper. If you did want to write this down, obviously you can do as well. Firstly, let's just think about what your brand or message is all about. Don't overthink this. Just let words flow out in any kind of various form. So keywords, phrases, problems, solutions, challenges, just let it all out. Get it all out on paper. You can write it down or just have a think about it. Now let that stew for a bit and look at all the ideas and elements that are coming out of that exercise. Right now, what we need to do is we need to start trimming the fat. So we need to start distilling it all into one powerful idea or concept that can be your one thing. So the idea here is to try and get it down into one sentence or a couple of sentences or a very short phrase. And please like be ruthless here, right? It may feel harsh to cut out all the clever little quips or elaborate concepts that you have developed over time as so many people do, obviously my, myself included to this, but you know, as I said before, there can only be one. So cut it down, try and get down to that one core concept. And now once you have that core thing, you can start to brainstorm ways to communicate this concept through your content, right? Remember, it's not about overcomplicating things. It's about finding creative ways to express that one thing. You know, everything should branch off of that one idea, okay? And what happens is as you begin to practice, I promise you this gets easier. You're going to start seeing the rule of one in action in your content. It's going to help you uh, clarify your message and bring people closer to you because they actually you know, know who you are, know what you stand for, know what you're about. You may know that, but what the rule of one does really well is it helps you distill that into other people and actually get them knowing it as well. Okay. So I appreciate that was a little bit theoretical and it's easy for me to talk about that without actually seeing a real life example of how that will play out. And one thing that, you know, I'm not a huge fan of in business content is people just giving you a bunch of kind of theoretical top level knowledge without any kind of idea of how that would play out in a real life scenario. So let's just focus on this for a second and see how this might look in a business, for, for example, right? So meet Lisa. Lisa runs a bakery in her hometown, let's say in Tunbridge Wells, because I live in Tunbridge Wells and I love baked goods. So she bakes a variety of treats, right? So she bakes uh, sourdough loaves, frosted cupcakes, donuts, you know, you name it, whatever, muffins. And one thing she loves is connecting, you know, with her community through baking, okay? But she's been struggling to capture the spirit of that in her online content. And many of you may feel familiar with this, right? You may feel like the service that you have and the offer that you have, you make people so happy. You offer so much value to people that you do. But when you try and communicate that online in content, something is missing. People aren't really connecting in the same way, right? That may sound familiar. But let's see how this power of one brainstorm could help someone like Lisa and potentially yourself if you're going through a similar issue. So firstly, Lisa starts writing down what her bakery is all about. Okay, so for, let's write this down. So fresh ingredients, family recipes, uh, the joy of biting down into a warm muffin, um, the sense of community her bakery brings, the, the local ingredients, you know, all these kind of things, she, she writes it down. Then Lisa looks at all these elements and starts to see a pattern. The one thing stands out is not just the ingredients, the bread or the cakes or the, how tasty they are, right? It's the sense of warmth and comfort and community that people feel when they step into her bakery or bite into her croissants. She decides that her one thing now isn't isn't the product it's the feeling that the product gives it's something it's comfort so now lisa thinks about how she can express these concepts of comfort in her content she begins to build a schedule she plans posts around the comforting feeling of kneading dough or stories from customers who find comfort in eating a freshly baked croissant and pictures highlighting the cozy inviting atmosphere of her bakery she begins to start forming communities and doing 
little tea room sessions, little quizzes, art displays, you know, all this kind of stuff to bring people together and focus on this idea of comfort. And what happens is her content starts to revolve around this one very powerful idea, and it becomes very specific and very purposeful. So with this exercise, Lisa's managed to kind of cut through the noise and not talk about features and benefits and all this kind of stuff. A very small business has taken this think different big idea from Apple or, you know, just do it from, from Nike, um, or absolute from Gunnar Broman in, in, in the eighties, right? Like she's taken that leverage that and turned it into something from a small town bakery. So she's managed to keep her content simple yet impactful. And she finds that her posts resonate with more people in her audience because they can very clearly see what she stands for. And they want a little slice of that comfort as well. So just like Lisa, and that's a very realistic example, you know, you can use this exercise to find that one thing and create more engaging, focused content for your audience. It doesn't matter if you're running a bakery, you could be running a tech startup or a podcast, or you could be running a content creation agency like we do. You could be, you know, any for coaching business, coaching and leadership, it doesn't matter. Any business really can use this, but just remember that simplicity is key. So you can see what we've kind of done in this episode, right? We've taken you on a journey from a Swedish apothecary store to t- focusing about a core concept in that one big, you know, simple, clear idea. And hopefully you can see how powerful this can be when it's well articulated. So just like we spoke about earlier on, right? With Gunn and Broman and a, me- and a medicine bottle, that was a symbol that was recognized worldwide and it transformed an entire brand. And you could do the same thing. All you need is a core idea and stick to the rule of one. And as we kind of wrap up today's episode, what I want you to do is to carry this mantra with you, right? A very wise man once said, simplicity is the ultimate sophistication. And that guy was Leonardo da Vinci. And I'm pretty sure that he was onto something. Okay, that's a wrap for today. Hope that was useful. Until next time, keep creating, keep telling awesome stories, and I will see you soon. Hey guys, thanks again for listening to another episode of Content Untapped. If you are interested in finding out what we're up to at Right Business Results, and create content to grow a loyal audience, please do get in touch at info at rightbusinessresults.com and we will get back to you post haste. Secondly, if you wanted to continue the conversation about creating great content or anything that you're listening to on this show, give us a DM to the Right Business Results LinkedIn page or you can DM my personal page and we can spark up a whole new conversation about any of this stuff. We love having conversations about content, so the more the merrier, guys. Thanks again for listening and I will see you next time.